0: Hi, this is Ben Lowell, and welcome back to The Bible Canada with Dr. John Newfeld. Well, today we conclude our series, A Mission for Ministry, with a message titled, Carrying On With Our Mission. So turning your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 to 11, as we join Dr. Newfeld now.
1: Over the years that I've served it back to The Bible Canada, We've had two different lines that we've repeated at the end of this program, and the first was, we teach the Bible, and the second, Bible teaching you can trust. We've wanted to be very careful in what we said. We don't want to portray ourselves in a way that is not a true statement of who we are and what we believe. After all, we're back to the Bible, and over the last two weeks, I've been trying to state our philosophy, what we believe about the Bible, and what we believe about proper methods of interpreting the Bible, and also helping people understand how the Bible applies to their own lives and why all that matters. See, one of the features of Back to the Bible Canada, which was also the method of our founder, is that Back to the Bible is not recorded during a church service. I record my messages in a recording studio. There's a sound technician watching me through a glass in his own sound room. And when I first began this project, my physical environment was somewhat intimidating. See, I'd spent 35 years in pastoral ministry always ministering the Word of God at a crowded church setting from a pulpit. But now the room was empty and I was alone. And then I began to see the reason for this setting. Radio or podcast or other mediums by which this ministry is heard is directed at the individual listener. The listener is not invited to listen as the Word's being preached in another setting. The Word is being directly preached to the hearer. And even though this ministry is heard in numerous countries around the world, I try to remember that in most cases, People listen one at a time, not in a room in fellowship with each other. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're more than likely listening to me simply by yourself. And once I got that through my head, see, I began to realize that this ministry is intended to be one-on-one Bible teaching ministry. Indeed, that's often how this ministry is consumed. Some people use this ministry in their devotions, others while driving to work in order to start the day right, Still others while at work, and others love to have audio on in their home rather than TV. Others while jogging. You know, some of our listeners are new to the faith, and still others have been in the faith for many years and are simply looking to be encouraged. And some of you haven't come to Christ yet, but you use this program to investigate the teachings of the Bible. But however it's used, I and we at Back to the Bible Canada were delighted to be a part of your day. Provide you with a daily encounter with Jesus through the careful teaching of the Word, a teaching you can trust. And this reason for being, this commitment to our mission, does lead us to consider the relationship of Back to the Bible Canada to the local church. Are we a replacement to the church? Are we a supplement to the church? Are we a competition for the church? What is our interaction with the church? And if we are, and we are, a Bible teaching ministry, is it important for us to remember what the Bible says about the local church? Well, yeah, it is. So look at Ephesians 5.25b. Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Or how about Ephesians 1, 22-23, And he, that is God the Father, put all things under his, that is Christ the Son's, feet, and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. See, Jesus came to earth not to form an audio ministry, as we are here at Back to the Bible Canada, but rather, Christ came to save men and women and form them into a church. See, the Bible doesn't say that Jesus loved an audio ministry and gave himself for it. The Bible says Jesus loved the church, gave himself up for her. And so let me be as clear as I possibly can be. We're not in competition with the local church, nor are we a substitute for the church. All of us here at Back to the Bible Canada are members of a local church as well. We believe that the local church is God's plan A. Think about it like a medication you might receive from your pharmacist. They always come with instructions. You're not supposed to misuse your medication. Warning labels are attached. Think of this as coming from all of us here at Back to the Bible Canada. If this ministry has become for you a substitute for faithfulness to a local church, you're misusing our product. We're not in competition to the local church. Indeed, we honor local churches. If your local church is a Bible-believing church, We encourage all of our listeners to be faithful in their church attendance and learn their spiritual gifts and use them in service to your local church, as well as making sure that you support your local church in giving. Yeah, you heard me right. We don't want the money that you are entrusting to your local church. We're not competing for your local church for giving dollars. Of course, we're grateful for all those who are ministry partners and those who have supported this ministry. We can't continue to be on the air without your gifts, but we're confident that the gifts that are given here are on top of the giving to a local fellowship. So then why do we exist? I think the best way is to tell the stories of the ministry God has entrusted to us. One letter we received was from a mom whose husband was not a believer. As her son was getting older, he announced to his mom, I'm going to be like Dad. I'm not going to church anymore. He was a young teenager, and it was like an arrow going through her heart. There have been many a young man who did not have a believing father, and yet still came to faith through a faithful mom. We read of that in the Bible. Timothy, Paul's faithful partner in ministry. 2 Timothy 1, verse 5, Paul says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois, and in your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. Grandmother mother, and a son who not only became faithful, but a man who led the Church of Jesus in the first generation after the apostolic era. And so this mom, this mom of that young teenage son, left us a note. She said she noticed something every day after school. Her son was listening to Back to the Bible Canada. He was hooked. See, there's a promise that she should claim. It's found in Isaiah 55, 10, and 11. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it." See, that's the promise. The word of God is never ineffective. It may take some time, just like the water that falls from heaven on a seeded field, In time, it will bear a harvest. And that's the kind of role that we play. Years ago, I was invited to a pastor's conference in India. I was delighted to meet with numerous pastors from different settings and also some of the young men who were just starting out in ministry. One of them told me that he was forbidden by his parents when he was a child from attending a Christian church. And yet, he said, I would secretly listen to back to the Bible. And that's how I came to hear the Christian message. Notice the unique role that God has given us to play. We aren't pulling people out of churches, nor are we in competition for the church's resources. Since we read our Bibles, we wouldn't dare. We know that Christ loves his church. Indeed, we know the church is his bride. We are not a substitute for the church. We're a parachurch ministry. That is, we believe it is our ministry to come alongside of the local church and bless it. While it may be true that there are some ministries that actually believe that you know in some ways they're superior to the church and who don't emphasize the necessity of the local church, I wanna give you, the hearer, the assurance that the Bible prevents us from having such a God dishonoring and such an arrogant attitude. If you're the pastor of a local church, then hear from me. I want you to know my firm commitment is to you, to your ministry, and to the people that God has entrusted to you. I myself have been a pastor for 35 years before coming to this ministry. This ministry never felt like a promotion to me. It always felt like a demotion. But for the sake of the kingdom of God, I'm thankful that God has assigned me to this task to serve the wider interests of the kingdom of God. You know, some time ago while traveling across Canada, I stopped at a small bistro for lunch along with Ben Lowell and others and the lady behind the counter recognized my voice, and in the conversation that followed, she told me how the teaching ministry here had been opening her eyes about what God was saying to her and how it had been transforming her life. I recently went to a local coffee shop, and the young gal behind the counter told me that she and her entire family listened together, and in consequence, they have family conversations about scripture and what God is saying to them. I'm a bit overwhelmed at how often I'll have a conversation, something like that. I was talking to one man who is a long-haul trucker, and he told me that keeping his mind listening to Back to the Bible Canada allowed him to keep his focus on the Word. It also allowed him to be strong in the various temptations that can beset a trucker at the truck stop. He thanked me for helping him to remain faithful to the Lord and to his God. And that's what this ministry is all about. It is, I believe, a very necessary ministry. It is, I believe, a ministry that God has blessed in countless settings in over 20 countries in the world. I've spoken the word into the lives of many people, and I do it one person at a time in this studio. Because I'm not speaking to a church, I'm speaking in a studio. I imagine person after person in settings, well, settings that I don't know a lot about, but most of them I speak on a one-on-one basis and God has given me the privilege to sit together with you and to teach you the Word.
0: Trustworthy, practical Bible teaching is something people of all ages and stages of faith need. Recently, we received these encouraging words. Thank you. The work you're doing is such a blessing from the library of study materials on your website to the excellent video lessons with Dr. Newfeld, I've been an avid listener and viewer of Back to the Bible Canada for a few years now, and it just keeps getting better. Well, Back to the Bible Canada is striving to meet a deep spiritual need by offering practical, trustworthy Bible teaching resources on air, online, in print, and so much more. As we work toward our fiscal year-end goal of $325,000, we've been provided a very special matching gift pledge of $75,000. That means for every dollar you give, another dollar is given up to $75,000, doubling its impact. All you need to do is call us at 1-800-663-2425 or visit backtothebible.ca to offer your gift today.
1: My father has been home in glory now for a number of years, but he loved to tell his story. He was born in the former Soviet Union and admittedly, the technological advancements of that country were far behind what we felt in the Western world. But my father used to love to relate that he could remember the first time in his life when he actually saw an electric light bulb. He would then say, little did I know the technological wonders I'd see. I lived through an age when human beings would actually fly to the moon, walk on it and come back home. And I would sit in my home and watch it on a television at the very moment it was happening. I'd own my own automobile. I'd crawl onto an airplane and fly anywhere in the world I wanted in a few hours. Indeed it's safe to say that in a relatively short period of time, the world has changed in a way that it's never had before. It's changed in so many ways. The Apollo spacecraft that I would mentioned was watched by 652 million people worldwide while it was happening. Think of that. Imagine you were to try to explain such a phenomenon to people of a bygone era. But the moon landing was small potatoes. The funeral of Princess Diana was watched by an estimated 2 billion people. 3 billion people watched the Beijing Olympics in 2008. About that many people watched, most later on, the disaster of the World Trade Center, 9-11. It's really not about the masses watching a single event. That's really the newsworthy event. See, when I was a youngster, we got all our news from just a few sources. We had a television. and We got exactly three channels. It's not just that television has expanded. Indeed, the access points to information have been multiplying at a dizzying rate. For instance, when it comes to audio programs, 50% of North Americans consume podcasts. You know, I've made the point that still more hours are spent listening to low-tech radio than watching television. And of course, I've not yet begun to mention all the social media platforms, YouTube, host of other ways in which people on planet Earth are being entertained and consuming information. But in all this explosion of information and entertainment, a phenomenon the world has never seen before, there has been a dark side. That's because sin is pervasive. Whether it's the disseminating of fake news, or conspiracy theorists, or bias slants on everything, or hate, or whether it's every form of pornography imaginable, everything but everything is available to the citizens of the earth. In the middle of all this, the world is hearing voices that past generations never had access to. Voices, voices, voices. Words, words, words. Some uplifting and some horribly demeaning. Some true, some false. And of course, some voices have a larger platform than others. Of course, sin is found in everything. But what if in the noise of all the voices that are being heard, there were not one explanation of the most important thing that anyone can hear, that is the Bible, which is the word of the living God. More so, given that people can now have access to anything around the world, the opportunities for Bible teaching have never been greater than any time in human history. And so what is the impact of Back to the Bible Canada? Well, let's start with Canada. God has given us a footprint at home. At present, at the time I'm recording these words, I know that what I'm now saying will be heard on 100 different radio stations across the land from coast to coast to coast even in the far northern communities. But God has also expanded our footprint overseas. A number of years ago, Ben Lowell, our CEO, Steve Biggerstaff, and myself traveled to India. I remember arriving in Hyderabad, a city of over 10 million people. Back to the Bible, India was no longer on the air, although it was still distributing a number of different printed materials. After all, the need in that country is so very great. We walked into a building where the radio program was once heard. The building had fallen into a state of disrepair. But we had an opportunity to partner with the ministry there. And for my part, I was asked to be the Bible teacher there. You might wonder how an English speaker speaking on a broadcast would be covered in India. I wondered that myself. But soon I made my own discovery. There are some 19,000 languages that are spoken in India. And there are over 120 languages that are spoken by 10,000 people or more. And it would seem the British left India with a language. Yeah, Hindi is the national language, but English is widely spoken. Almost everywhere one goes, the most common language on any road sign or advertising billboard, any form of communication, English. But English is widely spoken in India's biggest cities. So how many English speakers? Well, some people estimate between 10 and 30 percent. Indeed, India has become one of the largest English-speaking countries in the world far more English speakers in India than in the UK. And that has opened a wide door for us. The Back to the Bible India board was still in place and our CEO, Ben Lowell, asked if we could serve them, and we have. And so a partnership began with Bible teaching you can trust being widely available in India, both on radio and online. But God is not done with us yet. More recently, Back to the Bible Caribbean has begun again. Back to the Bible, Caribbean, like in India, had functioned before. But we are now able to supply them with my teaching ministry, and we're on air in the Caribbean off a gigantic radio tower on the island nation of Curaçao. And of course, God is opening other doors as well. I understand the program is also played in the UK and in English-speaking Africa. I want you to hear this from my perspective. I have for myself a very unique sense of God opening the door for me to teach the Bible. Yeah, I was demoted in God's kingdom. As I said, 35 years of work in pastoral ministry, serving a local church, preaching to a congregation, leading people to Christ, seeing them baptized, being there when babies are born, and when I was called to the bedside of the dying, watching youth come to Christ and finding a passion for Christ, laying down their lives for the gospel, that's a privilege for which I will be eternally thankful before God. But at this time in my life, I was called to this little studio, close the door and be here just by myself, being heard by no one initially, than our sound technician and our CEO. But at that time, I didn't know how God would use this ministry. You know, initially I said, Lord, if you want to use this ministry to be piped into a few seniors care facilities, I'll be more than grateful. But then there was that time, as I've mentioned, when at the bistro on the other side of the country, look into the eyes of a woman who told me that my teaching had transformed her life. I began to ask the Lord, Lord, what are you doing at this stage in my life? What's the role you're calling me to play? It's never been about me, of course. Back to the Bible, Canada has been around for a number of years now, and God has simply chosen me at this time in its history. But I'm reminded of the words that Isaiah the prophet spoke. Remember Isaiah 55, 10 and 11. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return, but water the earth, making it bring forth And sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it." And so I have some words of encouragement for all of you who listen and who pray for this ministry and who give faithfully. If you fall into any one of those categories, or if you fall into all three of them, please remember, these are unique days. God has opened a door for the communication of God's Word through this ministry. In places like Vietnam and Myanmar, Pakistan, Iran, places like Manitoba and Ontario, that Word of God, verse by verse, line by line, would be taught and faithfully and accurate ways so that Christ would be made known. That perhaps right now, someone might be in their car, turn it on, and hear the Word of God. Years ago, while I was in pastoral ministry, three young and vibrant young women approached me right after the service. I'd never seen them before. They were friends, university students. They were from Vancouver, a very secular city, one of the most secular cities in the country. They told me what they had heard this morning is something they had never heard in their entire lives. They wanted to hear more. See, that scenario is being played out by the multitudes many times over and over again. And in all of this, I have a word for those who listen to back to the Bible Canada who pray and who support. David made it a rule in ancient Israel that when in battle, those who watch over the precious equipment of the soldiers and those who are on the front line fighting should share equally in the reward. Even so, God has indicated that those who preach and those who make it possible for one like me to preach, well, frankly, all over the world, that we together in our partnership with one another would share in the reward in the final day. Can you and I make a commitment? Let's seize the day and let's preach the gospel more widely than was ever thought possible in the past. Let's preach it everywhere we can. Let's make Christ known. Let's tell what God has told us. And let's see how many people come to faith in Christ. Great will be our reward.
0: John, you know, as a ministry team, we're so grateful for all that God has accomplished. But I suppose what we need to constantly remind ourselves of is that it's his mission. We can achieve nothing on our own, and we'll choose to do as he wishes for the future of Back to the Bible Canada.
1: Yeah, and should we fail to do what he wishes us to do, may this ministry be destroyed. I'm going to say that. Um, May this ministry prosper as it does the will of God. Uh, As it is pleasing to God, as it uh, continues to do that which God has called us to do. Um, You know, we we don't argue that this ministry has a right to exist independent of God who is called into being. So may we be found faithful to his charge. Um, So, and and I want to say that for all of you who listen to us, continue to listen, and continue to hold us accountable and faithful. God bless you.
0: Thanks so much, John, and remember to join us again next week right here on Back to the Bible Canada, Bible teaching you can trust. Whether on radio, online, in print, podcast, or YouTube, God continues to use this ministry to guide people back to the Bible and to encourage and equip them to search more deeply into scripture. One listener wrote to say, God used your radio ministry to lead me to saving faith in Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise God, still learning and growing daily. Another wrote, I have just recently found Jesus and I'm grateful to be able to listen to your program while I'm at work. I have learned so much and you help bring me closer to God. You know, we recognize that this ministry could not be sustained without like-hearted, like-minded partners in mission right across Canada. Thank you for your prayers and support. And if you'd like to know more or make a gift toward our fiscal year-end campaign, call us at 1-800-663-2425 or visit backtothebible.ca.